This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee, and I'm a board-certified veterinary emergency critical care specialist and toxicologist. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're going to be talking about whether you should bring your dog to a hotel, which ironically, as a veterinarian, I was just weighing this because I'm going to a hotel on Friday for a little staycation. We'll talk about this right after these messages. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. ER vet on Pet Life Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about should I bring my dog to a hotel? And I'm super honored to have the past president of the American Veterinary Medical Association, Dr. Jose Arce, with us today to talk about this. Dr. Arce, do you mind just introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and where you are right now? Yes. I'm Dr. Jose Arce, I'm uh, imi- oh, past president of the AVMA. As of, as of yesterday, I was immediate past president until then. I am a small animal practitioner in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and I am presently in Estes Park in a, a nice cabin with a beautiful view of the mountains. This morning, I was having coffee with my neighborhood uh, deers visiting, and so it's been a blast. And you know, talking about the topic, the cabin next to me, is having their dogs over on their staycation. You know, nowadays we see so many dogs and cats when we travel and obviously post-pandemic after COVID, we know so many pet owners or people adopted or fostered or purchased pets. And partly it was because of companionship, right? COVID was so hard. We weren't able to go anywhere. We were in isolation and just being able to have that pet at home really was so helpful for our own emotional health, And uh, again, just emphasizes the importance of the human-animal bond. But I did want to talk to you because oftentimes people will travel with their pets. And I always say you really want to weigh whether or not your dog's going to enjoy it as much as you're going to enjoy it. So what do people need to know uh, when it comes to a hotel and whether or not to bring their pet or not? Yeah. I mean, definitely the first thing you need to do is check with the hotel and see if they allow dogs 
or cats if you happen to be traveling with a cat. And then think about your dog's personality and their health uh, conditions and before deciding to bring them with you. Is it the best thing to, to bring the dog with you? Is, is the personality of the dog okay to be uh, among other people or away from home? Is, is this something they're used to? Or is it something that you eh, might be better to leave your dog at a kennel or you, at your veterinarian's office and you can enjoy it? If, if the personality of the dog is, if it's a nervous dog, it might not be the best idea. How do you, first of all, find if the hotel is pet friendly or not? Different hotel chains will say it on their on their web pages. There's also some pet friendly groups. You can you can Google pet friendly hotels and they have a list of the major chains, which ones allow, which ones don't. But the easiest thing is just, you know, call the, the hotel you, yeah, you're going to go to and, and find out. You know, you also have to read the fine print because some, like the hotel I'm staying at, they'll only take dogs less than 25 pounds or less than 50 pounds. They'll only take service dogs sometimes. So really important to double check. I will personally say it drives me nuts when the hotels have weight limitations because I often find that uh, some bigger dogs, which I have, I have both a big dog and a small dog. My bigger dog is way better at a hotel versus my small dog, but that's a whole nother story. Yeah, and same thing with the airlines. You know, some airlines will not allow big dogs or if they allow it, they're going to be in cargo. So that's something you, you might want to consider. Is your dog going to be okay in cargo, not being with you for a few hours? You know, so that's another thing you need to check in. Yeah, and you know, you bring up a good point. Sometimes we want our pets to go more than our pets want to go. And that stress may actually, it might actually be a lot harder on your dog or cat. So next question, is a road trip always a good thing for your dog? Again, consider your dog's personality, the way it behaves. Is it comfortable being around people? Or is it a nervous dog that, you know, gets really nervous when 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 it encounters people just walking down the street, walking to the your near park? So, you know, if you've never done it, one good idea is to try to go to a close place near home. Don't, don't go to a long vacation where you're going to be traveling hours or flying away to then find out your dog's not comfortable with this idea. So maybe you want to try a short weekend vacation or one night stay somewhere near your house. Some dogs aren't used to traveling in cars or however you're traveling, whether or not it's a truck or, you know, a camper. What do you do in that scenario? Like when you mentioned taking small trips, what do, what do you do if your dog all of a sudden starts like drooling or vomiting in the car? Yeah, excellent idea. You know, some dogs would, will get car sickness just like people do. So this is something you need to stop, you know, wherever you're finding a safe area to stop, you know, take your dog outside for a short walk. But if, if this is something that, you know, you've never done, that's why you want to try this before, you know, Take a uh, ride around your neighborhood, take a ride near town. See how he does, you know, riding in the car. Because if you never travel with your pet on the car, or maybe the only time you do is when, when you go to the veterinarian that might be around the corner, you know, that's not the same. You want to see how it does in curves, how it does, you know, when he's going, you're going in hills and you're going zigzags. So, you know, try it, try it in a short distance near your house and then see how he does. And one and dad, I always say, if you do notice that your dog is drooling profusely or vomiting, there are actually great prescription medications that you can get from your veterinarian to prevent that nausea and car sickness. So when in doubt, you can always talk to your vet about this in advance. And I love how you brought up, you know, when in doubt, do short trips, right? You always want to use positive feedback. So maybe just letting your dog jump into the car, taking one drive around one block, 
And when you notice that your dog is doing well, you can just go ahead and stop, right? And then you just want to slowly increase that frequency. Now, one thing that drives me nuts as a veterinarian, because I've seen trauma uh, when people get in car accidents, is when people have, they're driving with their dog and they have their dog in the front seat. Do you mind just talking about that and the potential dangers and where ideally a dog should be in the car or truck and if they should be secured or not? Yeah, definitely. Very important safety question. And, and it's something that many people do. You know, they think that, you know, it's okay to go with them in the front, but actually they should be going in the back seat. And there's special seat belts that you can use that are for pets, uh, designed specifically for pets. And they attach to your regular seat belt. So that's the recommendation. That's the, the safest things. The last thing you want to do is have a dog that's uh, loose on the front seat and then uh, it gets around your feet while you're driving and you can get into an accident. Another thing, if, if you have to brake suddenly, you know, that dog can smash itself against the window. And this is not a situation we want to see. So definitely it should go in the back seat. And if you're in a pickup, there's specific also, you know, garnishes that you can use uh, for the dog to travel on a pickup truck without being loose on the back of the pickup. In fact, it may actually be illegal to have a loose dog um, in the back of a pickup truck. Most of the time, depending on the state, they have to be secured in a crate and that crate has to be secured. So when in doubt, you definitely want to double check. I actually saw one situation where someone was driving, their cat was completely loose and they weren't able to brake because their cat was sitting in that area and it actually resulted in a car accident. So when in doubt, you always want to have your pet secured. Another reason why is like you may try to stop at a, a stop on the road uh, for some reason and we don't want your dog or cat to like bolt out that door and get lost all right so great information now back to that hotel if you're gonna stay at a hotel with a dog what do you need to bring for your dog well definitely you know first you want to make sure that the dog's vaccinations are up to date you know you might be also traveling to a state you know i live in puerto rico for example we don't have lyme disease but if i happen to travel to the east coast uh, where my son was going to college and I bring my dogs, I make sure it's up to date and also in, in the tick and flea preventives because I, the last thing I want is to, for my dog to get sick while I'm on vacation. So that's important. And then you want to get some sort of a travel kit, you know, for your pooch. You want to make sure you have include water, food, leash, and a collar, waste bags. So when you take him outside to, to do the breeders, make sure you pick it up and put it in a trash bag uh, appropriately. And if your dog suffers from any medical condition, you might have a special diet, like a liver diet or, or a kidney diet. Make sure you bring ample food for that trip. And the same thing with medications, you know, make sure you have, if your trip is for a week, make sure you have a couple of extra days because we know nowadays there's a lot of cancellations with airplanes or delays or something happens during your trip where you might not get home until a couple of days after you thought you were good. So make sure you have ample food and medication during that trip. So important to always be prepared. Now, what if you have to leave your dog in the hotel room? Oh, definitely. You want to make sure, you know, it feels comfortable. Dogs are very used to routines. You know, make sure you walk them in the morning. If, if you do that in, in the middle of the day and then in the evening, make sure you bring, you know, their favorite blanket, a couple of their favorite toys. So they're, you know, they feel uh, happy in the room and they feel like almost like they're at home. Also double check with the hotel policies because some hotels will specifically say you cannot leave the dog in the room. They have to go with you wherever. So you definitely want to double check. Most of them will 
decline housekeeping uh, for your room because of that. And some will require that your dog have to be crated. So um, if you happen to be in a hotel that allows your dog to stay in the room, I always make sure that there's some white noise on. So uh, maybe a TV with something, you know, low stress on or maybe some music just to make sure maybe the hotel uh, bathroom fan, just keeping that on for some white noise. So you definitely want to check because nobody wants to be that annoying guest who has that dog that's constantly barking and you end up being called. Uh, so again, we want well-behaved dogs that are traveling. Oh, definitely. And there's also some hotels. If you want your dog to have, you know, their life of luxury, there's some hotels where they have a pool with a lifeguard. They'll have, they'll cook for your dog, have, you know, specific diets that you, they can give according to what your dog is. So no, you can also pamper them. I mean, even have them like giving massages. So there's so much you can do, but that's up to what you want and what your dog's comfortable with. Wonderful. Now, where can people go for more information? You can go to avma.org and there you can see an area that's for clients and for the public. And there's information about traveling with your pet specifically. You just go in the search area and then you'll find all kinds of information and links to other groups. Wonderful. Thank you so much. We'll continue with this really important dog topic right after these messages from our sponsors. Molly, here's your dinner. Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. back to ER Vet on Pet Lake Radio. I've been talking about what you should do when it comes to traveling with your dog and really honored to have Dr. Jose Arce here. We've been talking about whether or not you should even bring your dog to a hotel. Again, if it's just for like one or two nights and you can find a pet sitter or a house sitter, it may be less stressful uh, to not take your dog. So when in doubt, you always want to think about your dog's response to traveling and stress level. You always want to make sure that you're well prepared, that you've called the hotel to confirm you can bring your pooch, that you've brought the right supplies, a leash, maybe backup food, their favorite chew toy. And you want to check with the hotel to see if you can even leave your dog in that hotel room. Now, Dr. Arce, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about dogs at restaurants. First of all, are dogs allowed to go to restaurants? Dogs are allowed to go to certain restaurants. It's up to the city and the codes and also the restaurants. Uh, most of the, the ones that allow it will be restaurants that offer outdoor dining areas. It's probably because of health code in different uh, cities and states. Now, from the dog perspective, do dogs like going or what are some of the stressors of an outdoor cafe environment to a dog? 
Yeah, definitely. You know, you want to make sure the dog is comfortable being around people. It's going to be okay but by being on a leash and next to you in the table. And make sure it's going to be okay, you know, uncomfortable uh, with, with the business going on, with the waitresses running back and forth and, and other nearby tables, you know, talking and maybe yelling. You know, they're having fun. And some dogs do great with that, but some don't. We know our dogs and we know how what their personalities are like. So I, I think you'd be a good judge of whether that be a good idea or not. And if you've never done it and you have doubts, Try going during some time of the day when it's less busy, the restaurant, and see how the dog does. And then maybe you will be able to take it later at night when everybody's there. You know, I also wanted to add, your dog should be well-behaved if you're going to bring it and expose it to other people, right? So if your dog is like constantly pulling on the leash or constantly begging or trying to jump up on the table in that outdoor cafe, that to me is not a well-behaved dog. So again, making sure that your dog is well-behaved before you do things like this. Now, what should you bring with you for your dog if you end up taking your dog to an outdoor cafe? Oh, definitely. You want to bring you know, a water bowl. If the restaurant doesn't provide water, but well, you bring your own water also. And depending on, on the time of the day when, when your dog is used to eating, you might bring, you know, a little bit of the food. The last thing you want to do is feed it dog, I mean, food from what you're eating because of health reasons, because potential, you know, things that can happen with whatever he's eating at, at that restaurant that he's not used to. I know some people like to feed, you know, human food to dogs. And that's okay if, if it's used to. But if you are a restaurant and, and that's not something he's getting used to, I would avoid that and bring something from home that he normally eats. All right. What about weather? Does weather play a role on whether or not you should bring your dog to an outdoor cafe? Oh, definitely. It plays a huge role. You know, I'm right here in Estes Park right now where, you know, the other day was it got up to the 90s, but the humidity here, it was less than 20%. But if you come back to my San Juan, Puerto Rico, where it was 92, but it was 90% humidity and your dog's not used to it, you know, they can definitely, you know, suffer and not be comfortable. So, you know, we know what temperatures our dogs are used to, are comfortable with, and what times of the day we normally would walk them, depending on where we live in the country and the temperatures that are there and the humidity. And they judge from that. Don't take them outside when, to a restaurant at times when it's really hot and then they're not used to being outdoors at those times. Fantastic information. So important because, again, our dogs and our cats are our family members, uh, but we always want to make sure that we're thinking about their health and their emotional health, too. They may be more stressed to travel with us and may prefer to be at home with a pet sitter or a house sitter. They may prefer not to go to that hotel. If they're able to go to an outdoor restaurant, we want to make sure that they're a good pet stewards, that they're, they have good behavior, they're lying down, that uh, it's not stressful to them. When in doubt, where can people go for more information? You can go to avmay.org and there's, there's plenty of information about you know different recommendations for pets, whether it's traveling, whether it's eating outdoors, vaccinations, you know, summer heat and the potential of, of a heat stroke, all those, there's great information there. Wonderful. Dr. Arce, thank you so much again and a wealth of information on AVMA's website. So definitely want to check that out. Well, that brings us to the end of today's show. Find me at drjustinelee.com on Facebook or Instagram at drjustinelee or email me at drjustine at petliferadio.com. With that, we're out of time and we want to thank Dr. Jose Arce and Mark Winter, our producer, for making this show possible. See you at the next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.